0: good luck. High five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast
1: that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Hopefully you're having an awesome time playing Streets of New Capenna. But if you're having a difficult time, hey, we're going to
0: talk all about it today. Yes, we are. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, like Megan said, we're going to talk about Streets of New Capenna Limited, yeah. not only because this is what the episode we always talk about, yeah. the new sets limited environment. Because it is hot, hot, hot. Hot off the presses, into our hot little hands onto our hot little laptops are you, are
1: your hands sweaty right now
0: <laughs> so no they're freezing uh, yeah you
1: think <laughs> it's so totally cold i
0: think that maria is secretly dead <laughs> oh man can you imagine being secretly dead no i can't you didn't know it nobody else knew it but you were <laughs> but you were <laughs> but then like what's the difference that's from not being alive? Thing. exactly <laughs> that's just a secretly being unalive i guess yeah i don't know you get all of the benefits of being dead and none of the downsides. Yeah. What
1: if, like, five years into being a vampire is when you found out that you were one?
0: Wow. You would, but you had to have, would have been to drink blood. What if you
1: just were like eating and you were just like, you why does this of
0: taste s- good? Raw, like raw steak. Yeah.
1: All of a sudden, you were super into steak tartare and like nothing else tasted good. And you're like, I Gosh, don't know what's going on. Just love steak tartare. For sure. You didn't go to the doctor because you don't like doctors, yeah. so they never yeah. told you you
0: don't have a heartbeat and then you're like wait a second i'm vampire and then,
1: and then you run into a vampire in an alley and the vamp and
0: you're like oh no vampire
1: and the vampire's like what are you talking about you're a vampire wow anyways cw you can have that one on me all the benefits none of the downsides exactly. secret
0: vampire <laughs> What, uh, what, what were we talking, talking about? about? Streets of New Capenna Limited. It's <laughs> yes. a very interesting limited environment, and you know what? It better be because it's going to be with us for the next 3.5 months. Yes, we were just talking about how Dominaria
1: United does not come out until September.
0: September, which is
1: wild. It's uh, a long time. In the meantime, we will have uh, Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate. Yep. But we were also po- supposed to have the Unset this we summer, which isn't happening thanks to supply
0: chain concerns. Yeah. So that's been bumped back to the to the fall. So we're going to have a super busy fall and winter for Magic. But summer's going to be a little bit dry. Thank goodness for Baldur's Gate because we're going to be able to play that on Arena. So that'll be some alchemy shenanigans, historic shenanigans. Do you want to know how
1: much I think about forest fires? (laughs) 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 Is that... You said the summer's going to be a little bit dry and immediately, <laughs> immediately I panicked briefly and I was oh like, my God. oh no, increased chance of forest, forest fires.
0: fires, but Smokey w- would be proud. You were just talking about magic. Do you- <laughs> How many times a day do you think about forest fire? Okay. Like honestly, a lot. I mean, yeah. Climate, thinking about the climate yes. is like a normal I we tell you,
1: we've had a super gray and rainy spring. Yes. And I, every single day that it's gr- been gray and rainy, yeah. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm bummed about this. But I'm so glad that it's not like last spring, Oof, which was so dry. So we had dry. forest fires up north in Minnesota, which is not at yes. all normal.
0: It was bizarre.
1: Exactly. So this year, at least, that won't happen unless... All of this early rain leads to a boom in vegetation, which then dries out and does lead to increased forest fires. Happy
0: Monday. I thought you were gonna say unless <laughs> the span of magic not releasing a standard set dries us out even more. Nope. All right, we can <laughs> we can get back into talking about what this show is about. First, I have a question for you. Sure. Is it Smokey Bear or, or Smokey the Bear? Smokey the Bear. I don't know if it's I think I think it's just Smokey Bear. I know I'm going to blow your mind right now. Look it up. See if I'm wrong. Okay. But it's okay. like, I, I f- have a memory of learning this and being shocked that it was Smokey bear, not smoky the bear. It's be like, if you learned that Kermit the frog was not Kermit the frog, but Kermit frog. Yeah. His name was smoky bear.
1: <laughs> Isn't that infuriating? Yeah, That's absolutely infuriating. Also, but also
0: if his name was Kermit frog, I was, I <laughs> I would not get over it ever. In my I was okay. I was an on Knowledge Bowl in middle school or whatever. What was it called back then? Quiz Bowl. I don't know. Oh, it was yeah. the baby version of Knowledge Bowl. And one of the questions was, "What is Kermit's m- middle name?" And the answer is the his middle name is the (laughs) Yeah, which is a bummer of a middle name. I will say Maria did also Uh. once
1: lose a one hundred (laughs) dollar bet against Nicholas of the Good Luck High Five
0: board games channel. Yeah, because she was they were arguing about. Scru- who? scruff Which one Scruff McGruff was? Yeah, because there's Scruff McGruff, which is the younger McGruff. Yeah. And then there's McGruff, the crime dog. Yeah. With, who has no first name. Oh, and Maria thought that Scruff McGruff was, was just McGruff. The, was the crime dog right. and not
1: the younger one. Yeah.
0: I was there when it happened. See, character names are important, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Give McGruff a first name. Yeah. You know, he You're deserves never. one. Yeah. Go listen to his crime dog tapes on YouTube do you think that that means smart kids don't do drugs look it up that miss piggy has a first name and her middle name is also the her, her first name is karen she's karen Just the piggy <laughs> <laughs> i believed you i was gonna go with like stella oh stella would be a
1: great right? name right stella miss piggy. the piggy is her stella. name but we only know her as miss piggy <laughs> I'm just saying, like, our kindergarten teacher. Because if we Uh. only knew Kermit the Frog's like, what if we had just known Kermit the Frog as Mr. Frog our (laughs) entire lives? This episode—that's what I call him. We were a solid, anyway. Six minutes in, and <laughs> have
0: yet to talk about anything magic-related, but it's coming. You know, it's coming. The reason we want to talk about limited was because this is what I was going to say. Not only do we have to live with it until September, but because a bunch of events on Arena this month are limited. Yeah, we so. have the May. Yeah, the May Arena Open. The arena open is
1: limited. Is limited, which is super exciting. There's also 15th. the very first play-in.
0: Play-in, which can get you qualified for the qualifier weekend. And that's going to be Phantom Sealed. Yeah, it's so cool. And this week, midweek magic, everybody, is Phantom Bot Draft. Wow. That's free. Yeah. So if you want to go get play in there, a, free draft, get a free draft. Um and get some, you know, ICR rewards, it'll be kind of fun. Nice. Um, so yeah, lots of limited on arena this month. So Plenty to talk about on this episode, and I'm sure more to come in the future.
1: But before we get started, there are people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are you the patrons of this show. If you are a patron over at patreon.com slash GLHFmagic, just thank you so much for making this show happen, for making everything that we do happen. And thank you especially to new patron Nick. Yay, Yay Nick. Nick and to Stephen, who increased their pledge Yay, this Steven. month as well thank
0: you so much. Thank you so
1: much, Nick, and thank you so much, Steven, specifically this week. This episode's for you.
0: Yeah, and Nick, I um once again I want to mention bought the whole year up front, which oh, is a very smart go. way to do it because yeah. you get a discount. Um, you can become a member of our family and we'd love to have you as a member of our family, get access to our cool discord and yeah. cool other bonuses that come up every so often. So thank you so much everybody for supporting the content that you consume. It's so important to support the creators that you consume, that you listen to consume makes me feel like I'm saying you eat us. It's not what I mean. Your ears eat us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you as well to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Card Kingdom is like, also speaking of supporting creators, oh, yeah. they walk the walk, they talk the talk. Big time. Um, because they support us and so many other awesome content creators out in the magic sphere. So thank you so much to them. Get your new Capenna set boosters, get your draft boosters, get your streets of new Capenna, whatever way you wanna play
0: it over at cardkingdom.com. Yeah, say good luck high five and they'll give you a free token or sticker in your order and they're Cute. just a really great solid company that we're proud to have as our sponsor on this yeah. show. So check them out if you need to buy any packs or sealed boxes of new Capenna, because you're going to have them uh, you're going to have them to play yeah. for a while. For a
1: while, <laughs> for a while here.
0: New Capenna limited chat time. All
1: right, Maria.
0: Yes. Tell me about how it's been going for you overall. Overall, well, it's a three-color set, you know? So yeah. there's a lot to think about when you're playing yes. a three-color set and limited. Yeah, It's a lot trickier. Building your mana bases correctly can be a little bit tough. Figuring out card evaluations uh, ba- versus like what colors you should be in navigating the draft and how yeah. to weigh different colors. Yeah. You know, is the payoff good enough to be splashing this or putting this in? Or is this going to force me to when I shouldn't, whatever. There's a lot to think about. It's really complicated. So mm-hmm. starting off, I was having a real struggle bus time. Yeah. In the Streets of new Capenna. Yeah. Not doing well. Um, kind of tanking my drafts and being yeah. like, what am I doing wrong? Like, cause I would have super powerful cards I was, I was like, I feel like I'm drafting these families correctly. Mm Um, I'm drafting cards that just like on their face value are good. Um, you know, like our friend, the two, one white flyer that gains you a life and draws you a card, like putting those things in my deck and be like, great, I've done it. Like this card is nuts. Yeah. This (laughs) card is very good. Put it in my deck. Yeah. Um, but I was still losing a lot until I changed my strategy. So, um, I can show you pictures of my decks that I right. that I have. Let's
1: let's look at a couple. Okay. I will say I have noticed I've felt in this set like um reading my seat in the draft oh, is
0: very so hard. Imp- it's so important too. It's so
1: important and it's so much more challenging because there's so many possible Overlapsed. color combinations. Yeah. Exactly. You'll be in a seat and you're like, I think like, I think white is open in this seat. Yeah. But like, all of a sudden it's not right. Yeah. It looks open in pack one and then two and three it's closed because it turns out that two people were in like white adjacent color pairs and then added white into it because it's accessible in a three color right, format. Exactly. And you're just like, <clears throat> it's just so hard to figure out sometimes. And like the color in your seat can just be really like it can shift a little bit during the draft. It feels like sometimes.
0: And it's really tough, especially if you're a newer player to know when to pick land when you're in a format like this yeah. because the lands obviously are critical i've found kind of like if you've played your seat correctly somehow <laughs> you've managed to come through yeah. play your seat correctly the lands will come to you later yeah. than normal in a multicolored set yeah because i don't know what reason that is
1: because i wh- think because one there is kind of an abundance of them you can look like sometimes you'll have a pack that yeah. has three fixer lands that's in it. true Um, and I also feel like my rule of thumb has just been, if there is not a card that is excellent for my deck, like very good. And I'm like, yes, solid excited about it.
0: Yes. Um, I will, then you'll take a land.
1: I'll take a land. I'll be like, if this pick only, if there's like three cards that I'm like, these are, you know, these are like 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, like, right. You're getting into that part of the build of your draft. Like these aren't going to be my first through 14th picks for my deck then I'll probably pick a land over that. Okay.
0: So here's an example of a draft that I'm going to pull up. If you're listening to the podcast of this, we'll try to describe it for you, but we're also going to put links in the show notes so you can look at pictures of the decks as well on the video version, youtube.com slash good luck. High five. You can see them. So there you go. (laughs) Um, This one is an example of a train wreck that I drafted. And I think this is a great example because I think if you're a newer player or somebody like me that loves to play with the big splashy headliner cards, you can get yourself into a real problem in this set by trying to put yourself (laughs) into these decks. Um, In some formats, we found even recently that it might be a little correct to kind of, quote unquote, force your seat. Yeah, I feel like in Kamigawa. Yeah, you could force. Yeah, like you could force. Like, I'm putting my foot down. This is what I'm drafting. Yes. And I'm taking it. Ooh, I don't think you can do that in this set. No. Uh, so I started off this draft with Jetmirror. Um, What is he? Nexus of, Nexus of Rebels. Rebels. Great name. Life of the party, baby. Uh, the Great Catsby, if you will. Um, and I was like very excited because Cobb Ready, what a fun. Yeah. Color combo and I'm here with the leader of the cobre. I'm like, all right, great, I'm gonna force a deck. And this card it can also be like really good. It's, if he <laughs> if you have three more creatures, they get vigilance, then they and get plus one plus O, oh. plus one plus O. Oh. Then they get lifelink if you have Five or uh, six? Trample.
1: So it's like if you have three or more creatures, it gets plus one, plus oh, and Vigilance. Oh, yeah. If you have six or more creatures, it gets they get plus one, plus oh again. So that's plus two, plus oh. Gross. And Trample. So at that point, they have Trample, Vigilance, and plus two, plus oh. And then if you have like nine or more creatures, like they get like strike. Double Strike or something yeah. obscene <laughs> like that. It's
0: obscene. Um, I also have stimulus package in here um, because I thought it would be fun to do some shenanigans with Capenna Express and Glittermonger and yeah. messing around, crewing that thing with treasures and whatever. Anyway, this deck was terrible (laughs) Did not get a single win. And you can look at it and probably. Wow. I don't think that that. this is
1: a zero win deck. That is surprising to me that this is
0: zero. I had two inspiring overseers, which is a two one flyer that draws you a card. So I was like, oh, okay. I like that card a lot. I love that card. It's obviously one of the greatest commons that's ever been printed. It is. (laughs) In the modern era. It's busto. Um, You know, I've got. Uh, ballroom brawlers i've got i, I, your I also really like ballroom it's brawlers really good card really good card it's kind of an insta kill yeah um good uh, topiary stomper the rare dinosaur yeah the four four at three mana you like okay he's fine he's a serviceable card civil servant which is a card i really really like yeah two three lifeling and cat if you tap another um civ- citizen i almost said civilian anyway this deck was a hot garbage it just yeah. did not do anything like People are going to run you over if your deck doesn't have a plan because people have caught not caught on, that's a word, have caught on early that you can draft aggressive decks in this yeah. format. Red, black, sacrifice being one of them. Or you can draft a really, really fast blitz deck. And if you're farting around trying to crew your new Pen <laughs> Express with your Glittermonger, good luck. Yeah. Um, and then the power level wasn't there as the payoff. So yeah. there was no reason. Um, I just wanted to show that one off as an example of what not to do. I did have a success drafting four colors, actually, with this deck, which um, I'm not sure what to call it, but it had a lot (laughs) of gold cards. It should have had the Scuttling Butler. I wish I had a Scuttling Butler in this deck because
1: there's lots of gold cards. Scuttling Butler is like. That card is real. It is you real. You're so mad when it is. Oh like, yeah! Like all of a sudden they play it, and then like the next turn they play another gold card and it has double strike, and, and you're, you're like, like Excuse "I'm mad me?
0: about this. I have to kill this four-one. This for th- stupid
1: four-one artifact creature it costs three mana." Yes. Like three mana and it just And it's a game ender (laughs) is infuriating. How many times have you taken
0: eight from a scuttling butler when you did not want to? Yeah, exactly. I did at the pre-release. A bunch. For sure.
1: Anyways, keep talking about this.
0: Anyway, this deck deck was a lot better. Um, so this is an example I would say of a deck that's like, I'm going big on multicolor and I will hopefully have the payoffs for doing so. Mm -hmm. So we have Falco Sparra, who is the broker's um leader. The 3-3 three, three bird demon. Um, we have <laughs> Fleetfoot Dancer, which is the Cabaretti 4-4 four, four Trample Life Link. that card is so rude. It's very rude. Lagrello the Magpie, the card nobody knew what did. <laughs> what do. How many it exile? Discipline Duelist, another uh broker's uh multicolored card. Cabaretti Charm, Ginny faye Jetmere Second. Oh, I
1: love Ginny faye rococo
0: the one that can x to go get some stuff oh man i love i love him too he a caterer really good yeah. really caterer yeah he's oh, yeah. rocco the Cabaretti caterer <laughs> you need a good caterer yeah every party needs one uh two jewel thieves which is a great card, very card very in good. green three three prize fight two copies of those two copies of rafine's informant which is the white two really nice that knives um cleanup crew on the top end rocks pummeler on the top end two mana fixing multicolored cards yeah and a bunch of fixing in my lands i will say if you're in green you need one or two of them big boys to get the job done yeah and that's like green's
1: thing they're like okay we're just kind of kind of fart around yeah you better be drafting something with six power if you're
0: <sighs> you don't want you're, yeah. you're gonna die to flyers otherwise i'll just yeah. say that um but yeah this is this was a six win deck um Probably seven if I paid better attention when I play my drafts, which is something I'm working on. But this is, I think, a good way to do multicolor, which is to say, put all the power in. If you can Mm -hmm. find the power, stuff all the power into your envelope and go for it. And because of this draft and doing so well in this one, what happened is I made some very bad decisions on my next drafts. I was like, ooh, I'm going for a super powerful four-color all the time. Like three-color, four-color. I'm just going to jam it. And it just never came together. Mm -hmm. And it was just like hot mess city. Hot mess express hot mess city toot toot. Yeah. Get on the train. Petta could be described as hot, hot, mess, mess, city. <laughs> sure hot, hot mess, mess city. It sure could. Hot mess city. <laughs> I'd play that version of uh grand theft. Auto. <laughs> hot mess city. Uh, if they made like a, like a more cheerful like if they made an art deco, yeah, art deco. grand <laughs> theft auto and called it hot mess city. I would absolutely play that. I think that's a fun one. Yeah. So then when I started to hear the scuttlebutt around the internet is what you want to actually do is draft two colors and then lightly splash your third and mm-hmm. then maybe lightly splash your fourth. But you're, you should go into every draft with the assumption that you're going to draft normally like you're trying to be two colors. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Come on, you people, you're out of your minds. <laughs> um, but then I started to do it and I started to actually win. Here's an example of a sealed deck I did it in, which is even weirder. Yeah. Because sealed is usually just about power, power level. right? Yeah. I did this with green, white, sealed. I got the maximum number of wins in this bad boy. Wow, nice. I think my rare was uh, Um, Yeah, that's in there. And that's it. Oh, spicy! So no, so no mythics. Yeah. Only one rare, which was a tr- two drop, and this deck did it. And it wasn't uh, Galagreeters is hot. I mean, though. G- Greeters is a great rare. Yeah, um, but like that—that that was that was all she wrote. I've inspiring Overseer, two of those, two civil servants, so a jewel thief again, darling of the masses, which is the mm-hmm. green white that makes citizens when it attacks. Two speakeasy servers, which is a three-three bird. Two buyer silence. Buyer nice. silence. Yep, the exile effect, which you've got to have if you're dealing with yeah. um, shield, shield counters. tokens. Counters, excuse me. Uh, Celebrity Fencer, one of my favorite commons. Yeah, its counter is when other creatures oh, end in of the battlefield. Art. I love Celebrity Fencer. Yeah. Um. But anyway, this was just like kind of proof to me that this was where, at least for me, at the current moment of where we are in draft week one, is what I want to be doing. Going in, my mindset is I'm going to try and be two colors. If I splash, okay. And if I splash a second time, okay. But I better be really careful about it because people can seriously run you over um, yeah. if you're messing around with your lands or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that's my sealed tip. I mean, yeah. I can't believe this deck did it. And it did. I mean, it's nice.
1: You've got Darling of the Masses. That card is great. You've got two Civil Servant. That's the real deal. I love Civil Servant. Like I said, like Cat you've got Citizen. some good flyers, two Inspiring Overseer um kill shot knockout blow i will say
0: removal in this set draft it you know what i heard even what that you should even play the bad removal yeah which is i'm putting that in quotes for all of you podcast listeners yeah which is uh witness protection yeah which normally we wouldn't play that they're like play that yeah uh the two mana one They're um ransom hold for ransom yeah play that just like play, just play it, play it, yeah, play it
1: all, yeah, play all, the removal, all of the above. Um, draft it, draft it, play it, play it, draft it, draft it, play it, play it. So that's been my experience.
0: <laughs> what has been your experience? All right, with New Pen Limited. Um,
1: one, I always forget to take screenshots and save my decks, but <laughs> here's three that I remembered.
0: Okay, great. <laughs> Let's um, Let's like look. to be to be fair I did not screenshot like all of my hot garbage decks. Yeah, let's see. I'll show those have, right in the garbage except that I'll one let I showed you. you figure
1: out for yourself like which which ones are which. Okay. All right. This is a four-color, five-color monster. <laughs> wow. Um, this is the one where I was like, okay, those three-color
0: commons, I'm just going to like take every one that comes around <laughs> and see what happens. You have three mass bandits, Yes. two glamorous outlaws, even though there was a draft and you had four of them that yes. you played in the early access event, and you have a shattered seraph. Yes. Um, Ooh. Yeah. You see, I have Maestro's Charm. I have Riveter's Charm i have murder unleash the inferno the riveteer seven damage card yeah you know this deck not good oh
1: i know sad it looks so cool it does look cool but like and uh, do you know what this one it was like kind of hard to say exactly what was bad about it i feel like Hmm. some part of it was just like i don't yeah, I don't know exactly what went wrong here. It just kind of felt like what I was doing didn't line up well against the format, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly Something what I was thinking. Something about this didn't line up right. Yeah. Yeah. Um it was very fun to play, that being said. I
0: mean, <laughs> that's what's make me sad about it. I
1: know, which I at the end of the day, I am going to honestly always always say I'm going to probably do what's fun. Yeah. I, this was I I want to say two wins, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um Let's see. Here's my own Jet Mirror Nexus Oh, you got a stack. Jet Mirror.
0: Yeah. Ooh, two Cabaretty Charm and a Cabaretty Ascendancy. Hello. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cabaretty Ascendancy, nice. You can just get to like draw creatures or like if there's like at the beginning of your upkeep, you can look at the top card and if it's a creature, you can reveal it and put in your hand. Otherwise, you can put it on the bottom of your library. Okay.
0: Just nice. Oh, and you had Jaxus the Troublemaker too. Um, yeah, I had Jaxus. I had Rocco Cabaretty Caterer. Two copies of Light 'em up. Yes. Great. Two um, inspiring overseers. Yep, Rufin's informant. Um The other day I got inspiring overseer pack 1 pick 6. That's obscene. People that should not be happening. No. <laughs>
1: <It> <laughs> is, if you take one thing away from
0: this episode, is always take inspiring always overseer. Always take it. Always take it. Um how did this deck do? Do you want to guess? Um four five wins. No, three. Three. Yeah. This one was... This one
1: suffered from not having any cards. There's a lot of card selection and card advantage in this set, right? Uh yeah. give you gives you a yeah. lot of card selection. Um, there's like inspiring overseer does draw you a card, but there's like there's a lot of ways to improve the quality of your draws in this format. And this deck doesn't really hit them.
0: And let me tell you, I don't really
1: have connive. And so, yeah, you don't. there were plenty like my losses. I just drew the underwhelming side of my deck. Sure. And I didn't have a lot of ways to manage that when this format offers a lot of ways to manage that. So if your opponent has a lot of connive, their their card quality might even be overall worse than yours. But if they're able to get rid oh, of the yeah. bad stuff
0: and only play and cast their good stuff, like that's just gonna get you every time. It's interesting too how much more important. That is your card quality and your selection in this format than other formats. It's so important because of the multicolored nature of this set. Yeah. Right. So if you're in a two to a color deck, another advantage is you don't have to really quote unquote worry about this, but you're <laughs> trying to make your mana <laughs> yeah. work for you. You know, hopefully you did an okay job getting the lands during draft or whatever, but say you, you know, yeah, you maybe could, yeah. you could be a little bit better. Well, you're going to lose your mana. If you can't figure out, if you don't, if you don't have like Rafine's informant, for example, helping you to connive, to get to where you need to be and find your powerful payoffs that made you in this four color, three color deck.
1: So, um, and when other people are doing it because it's so widely available, like you're, it's going to underperform. Yeah. Um, So, and this one I think also suffered from, right? Like cards one through 10 in this deck. Great. Yeah,
0: for sure. Cards 10 through 23 lower subpar. Drop off. I would say the old drop off situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. I think I saved one more.
0: Okay, great.
1: Here is this gal. Ooh, so th- this is a different four <laughs> copies of Glamorous Outlaw Deck. This
0: is the second time you've done this. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, you have a Scutling Butler again. Great. Uh, yes, great. Quasa, Augur of you I am
1: splashing for that card. Um, if I have one takeaway for you oh, from for this the format... White. Play this card, Quaes is. If great. you have the opportunity to play this card, play it. I love Quaes so much. I cannot name you how many games I have won by simply ending up at parity with my opponent and then, and then playing Quazza. this card, and then just waiting. <laughs> you just get to
0: <laughs> sit there and be like, "You better kill it, goodbye," because it's going <laughs> to deal one to them every time, every and you gain a life time. every time you draw a card. Which you're doing. Then you've got three copies of Echo Inspector, so you're going to trigger Quaes. Excellent, Echo Inspector is great. So good. It's just so funny because you've also got two body droppers in here. <laughs> it's a weird deck. <laughs> Who are you dropping? <laughs> no, nope, I'm not dropping anyone. <laughs> I had somebody body steal my creature and body drop it. And I was like, wow. Is this Rude. what it feels like to actually be
1: in a gang yeah. like on Capenna? There's like a little bit of stuff, right? Like Sanguine Spy is a rare that lets you sacrifice Ooh, things. I
0: love Sanguine Spy. Yeah. So that, that friend's in here. There's Maestro's like plasma, Charm. Plasma Jockey. Two Deal Gone Bad. How do you feel about Deal Gone Bad? Minus three, minus three, mil three. I, I'm about it. So why do you like this card? So it's just because, again,
1: it gets around the shield counters. Yes. Um And kills a lot of stuff in this format yeah like yeah we're looking at like Quaza is a bad example which is right here and I just talked about because it is like a four toughness creature but there is just an exceptionally high amount of cards that get hit by minus three minus three
0: I would call this set's magic number four yeah because four toughness is where you save yourself from a lot of grief exactly um so Quaza, another reason why Quaza is great is the four toughness on the booty
1: exactly a deal gone bad it's at instant speed yeah and okay here's a whoops here's the spicy thing goes with your it. sanguine
0: spy yeah there
1: are some cards that want you to have five cards in your grave five mana values in your graveyard yeah so you target yourself yeah there are some times when what you were doing maria i have i have won more games in new capenna already by milling not milling my opponent but by us just reaching a stalemate yeah for so long That the person who draws out first loses. Loses. Interesting. And so there are times when you target, if if I look at a game and I'm like, do you know what? In this game, I think that there's a chance that I don't win by ever attacking. I think that I win by hitting you with all my removal and then clogging up the ground with these four fives. And so I'm going to target you with Seal Gone Bad. Sure. Because I think that those three cards are going to make the difference. Absolutely. And it certainly happened a bunch.
0: This uh format can be prone to that if everybody's got like powerful yeah. things that they're just sitting out and they're like waiting for somebody to draw the removal, waiting for somebody to be able to crack the ice. It's a thing in this game because there's just like a lot of power on the on the BF, you know. Yeah. Um maybe this is why are yeah. those quote unquote bad removal spells are just good in this format because it's like It's a stalemate. The bombs? Well, let me tell you one thing about them. They uh, sure as heck are bombs. Yeah.
1: You bet you best kill them.
0: You best kill those bombs. You best kill those um, um. how many wins do you think here um, is this your best one of the bunch yes seven yeah okay this got yeah. there a seven Yeah. let me tell you glamorous outlaw I really like it I mean it, when it comes down as a four or five and it, it hits them for two you know and you scry two great
1: like it's six six is where I want to be scrying too yeah for sure like yeah I've drawn all the lands that I need obviously I just cast this thing <laughs> <laughs> ship away them
0: lands <laughs> how have you liked the other mechanics in the set so we've got blitz we've got um i like blitz we've talked about connive my favorite blitz common is the four and a black for a four four girder goons. goons that when it dies leaves a two two rogue let me ask you this question the way i like to think about that is because it's like five mana and you're like oh i want a four four right yeah. would you pay four mana to deal four to your opponent draw a card and get a two two
1: yes obviously i would <laughs> That's
0: what that card is. That's what that card
1: says. They're never blocking it. They never block it. You just get your two two. Deal four to them. Draw a card. Card is not a four Hot four. Stuff. Don't play it as a four it's four. It's really good. Never
0: cast your goons. It is a Unless, blitz like, card. You need it. It's yeah. It is. It's excellent. Like, what five percent of cases when you want to play it as a four four. I yeah. I don't even know. Blitz has been so has impressed me so much more than I thought it would. Yeah um connive love Great. it absolutely stellar. Love it? it's excellent
1: um, let's see what else are we talking about here shield counters, shield counters they can bite me whatever yeah that's
0: exactly how I thought we'd feel and we do yeah, feel yeah and we do feel it's that way it's very annoying it is I think I also why
1: I prior like I do take deal gone bad maybe technically higher than I should be because of that but just because I'm like you are never gonna get me with your stinky <laughs> Falco Spara that sure is a hot three three with a shield counter on it <laughs> get that thing out of here sure is sure is yeah like and that's the thing is that like i do feel like the balance on the shield cards is that most of them even like talking about rocks pummel right yep it is a six six three, three with a shield counter on exactly. it exactly and i think that that a lot of that is super intentional so that stuff like this hits it so yeah. i do take it pretty highly because it hits all the shield stuff um what else is there uh, um alliance alliance Underwhelming. Yeah, it's like it happens. It happens, and it. it gala greeters, which is the rare with alliance on it,
0: excellent. I mean, yeah, everything else, whatever. I have my favorite celebrity fence are getting counters. Oh yeah, that one's good. Right? I wish there was more ways for cabaretti I think Cabaretti needed it um, needs. It needed a token maker. Yeah. It needed to raise the alarm. I'll raise the alarm. That's what I'm trying to think. It of. needed yeah, to raise I the think alarm. It I definitely agree. needed a raise the alarm. Um, and then in Maestro's is. Uh what's maestro's mechanic? Um oh yeah, can i Wait,
1: I mean, already said not connive. Connive,
0: casualty? Casualty. What is even what, oh yeah. Um that light him up. Fine. It's okay. I don't I don't really use it. I don't like
1: it. that Exactly. I barely ever use it. I don't like that stuff that I would want to take and then use for it um is either at uncommon, right? I'm thinking like rafine's informant. Sure. Yep. Is something that you would want to sacrifice to it. And it's that uncommon corrupt court official, obviously, right. I want a one, one, to make them discard and then to have as fodder but
0: but it's a, it's one, a one, one one and there's not enough casualty yeah. one stuff that's exactly what i was thinking yes that's casualty a problem needs to be more casualty ones because light them up would be i mean like maybe be you'd be like oh that's too good light them up one, it, but, but it's
1: not good and honestly i don't think light enough light them up is as good as it should be yeah like, I, I think agree. that that card needed something and maybe making it casualty one would have done that
0: so the card you want to do casualty with, or also connive with too, is the blue card that comes back as a fish from the graveyard or whatever, or oh, unlockable yeah. expendable the- lackey, expendable lackey. Also a one one oh, though, right? One like one. it's just not, there's not enough. Can I talk about corrupt court official just for a second? Cause yeah. you mentioned it. I think corrupt court official is better in this set, even than any, than virus beetle was. It's very good. <laughs> and virus beetle is great. And the reason I think it's better is because all of us are farting around with our mana. Yeah and then they're like discard yes. and you're like ah! do you know what the, n- the amount of time
1: like my one barometer for it is the amount of time that people spend thinking about their discard yeah. <laughs> every every single time exactly what you hit is. them with a corrupt court official yep. it's like it is a tank for the other just person like, they're oof. just like what am I <sighs>
0: do I risk it for the biscuit here? exactly like
1: <sighs> am I going to give up my sick card
0: or am I going to give up one of my three colors of mana <laughs> Well, I'm glad there seems to be such a far way to dig down into this set yet. Yeah, I'm very excited for where it's going to go. I like
1: um, I like, as you know, I am like skeptical so far of like the two color thing, mostly probably because I just want it to be a three color set. So do I. But I also do. Part of (sighs) me is like it. It's been a while since we had a true three color set. Tons of like this. And so part of me is wondering if it's like, is it. Like, do people just also need a little bit more
0: time to navigate
1: how that feels Yeah, and figure out what are you supposed to be doing?
0: I don't know. Um, I'm happy to report, though, about that sealed deck win with those two colors. Like, a lot of times I worry about sets at a high power level like this, Mm -hmm. where the bombs are extremely good and sealed and being like, oh, well, I couldn't win because I didn't have the bombs. Yeah. It made me feel a lot better. I was worried that that would be the case when i would just win with my you know two color only one rare sealed deck so that's pretty sick that made me feel better about it for the arena open that's coming up and for the play-in event that's going to be phantom sealed later this month too that don't worry you don't have to open two titans of industry like me at the pier (laughs) to (laughs) To be able to do well (laughs) but you know it would hurt yeah yeah Ultra
1: Pro's color of the month is this gorgeous blue.
0: Look at this. It's
1: so lovely. I have here the Eclipse 11 dice set just because this is one of my favorite new products that they've had in like the last year. Yeah, I really like those dice. Um, so they come in like a little storage box. You've got a D four, four D six, which is really nice. Yeah. A D eight, two D tens, a D 12 and two D 20. So whether you are playing magic and you need a lot of different, like there's so many counters these days, so (laughs) many plus one one counters, so many like loyalty counters. You just need to be able to roll dice sometimes. Um, or you're playing like, maybe you're playing D and D or another kind of RPG game that you need to roll dice for eclipse dice set got you covered i love it
0: too because if you ever notice at the store d like um d and d dice normally come with like maybe one or two d6 yeah like not enough if you're a magic player so you need four ultra pro has got your back magic players with their awesome dice sets i've got the eclipse sleeves here in this beautiful blue color are you feeling blue well you will no longer with these eclipse blue sleeves yeah (laughs) do you know what your sleeve
1: should be blue not you not
0: you I love these Eclipse sleeves. These are what I use at the pre release. They shuffled like a dream. Yeah. We like to say they shuffle like butter on the show. Because they do shuffle like that's butter. That's how it feels. It does. It's so it's smooth. A buttery man. shuffle. So smooth. <laughs> a buttery <laughs> shuffle for you and yours from from Ultra Pro. <sighs> if you want to buy anything from Ultra Pro, use the code GLHF at checkout for 5% off. Can, can stack with other um, coupon codes. Like they, they always have sales on. Yeah. Like there's a spring clearance event recently. So, whatever you need to get, Use the code GLHF to save yourself a little bit of money. Now that we're going back to our LGS, we're yeah. playing more in person games of magical the gatherings. Um go and get it. Go and get go it. And get it. <laughs>
1: Maria, are you ready for some story time? Story time, New Capenna edition. Yeah, that's right. We are here with episode one, homecoming of the streets of New Capenna story. I'm going to
0: get into bed with my little glowworm and hold my glowworm as you tell me the story. That's weird. Do I re- don't know
1: what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> Google it. 1980s glowworm. What? <laughs> who? 19- who remembers 1980s. these glowworms? You all know what I'm talking about.
1: Hello. Worm. It was a glow worm.
0: Okay, yeah, this is the whole thing. <laughs> there he is. Whoa, no. No,
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. And no, he glowed. No. And you held him and he glowed and he was a worm. Yeah, he glowed because he's possessed.
0: <laughs> I loved that thing. And it's so strange because back then it wasn't like, here's toy X, Y, and Z based on these other things you consume as a child. Like... <laughs> Mike is just zooming look in on his eyes. At this, <laughs> and his dead, face. dead eyes. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, oh, look at this. I mean, belt. we started to get it, it then, of course, with like My Little Pony, and you know, it started to happen in the '80s. But the, the, there's such like stuff like this. Like, yeah. where did this come from? I don't know. I don't, someone was just like, "Hey, how about it's a worm wearing a <laughs> pajama hat?" Anyway, that's what I'm holding when you tell the story. So just imagine it looking at you while you tell this.
1: I'm really upset.
0: Yeah. Come <laughs> here, Mr. Worm.
1: Okay this story starts with Elspeth's death back during Dang. um theros, theros original yeah. theros uh, for those of you who don't know maybe you've started playing since original theros um you remember our our original gods of theros the five color ones there was Heliod God uh, God of the white color nice. sun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he lay, yeah Heliod the Sun he, uh, for white mana Erebos God of the Dead for black mana Perforos, God of the Forge for red Thassa God of the Sea for blue Nylea and Nylea Goddess of the Hunt for green, for green. yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, and then there was a planeswalker named Xenagos who aspired to ascend to being a god on Theros. Um, and he did manage to do it and Heliod was very mad about it. And Elspeth was also in love with a man on Theros named Daxos. So she had made like a deal with Erebos to bring Daxos back from the underworld. Classic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Very classic Greek stuff. And also Heliod was like, Hey, you need to take down Xenegos. Like, will you take down Xenegos? Will you be my champion? And Elspeth was like, it's always a bad idea to make a deal with, with gods because they're notoriously fickle Um, in Greek worlds slash on Greek inspired planes. Oh yeah. Um, But yes, I will do it. So she takes his s- s- spear Um, and she go and she kills Xenegos and then Heliod kill Elspeth because he's fickle and that's how gods work. And he's yep. like, I don't want someone thinking that they can kill gods and go, you know, unpunished for it oof so we open on Heliod just big time stabbing Elspeth with the spear no! um, and very sad it is it is sad um, like Ajani is there in the distance with the battle and he comes and like carries her out of the temple of the gods because um, apparently if she had died in the temple of the gods she would have just dissolved <laughs> like instead of gone to the underworld <laughs> anyway so he brings her out so that she can regular die Weird. go to the underworld we have Theros beyond death she rises. yes okay She escaped. So I don't know. I don't know exactly why that is here in this story. Perhaps it will play in later in the chapters of New Capenna. Okay. Or maybe it plays into why Elspeth is going to New Capenna in the first place. But that's where we start. And that's, you know, that is important backstory for Elspeth. I feel like if you want to learn about a person, you should learn if they've had a death experience. (laughs) Have you been dead and lived in the underworld for a while? It seems pretty pertinent. It seems important to tell someone. Uh, all right. Then we meet some of the maestros uh, We're at the maestros Great. museum which is kind of Xander's headquarters um, and Xander is there and he's kind of just like doing a little painting <laughs> and he's like he's like I'm old and I'm not good at painting but I like painting and that's
0: enough and I think that that's an important lesson in this story it's like that image that people share the video from um, Fred Rogers where he's drawing a house with some crayons uh-huh. and the caption is like it's not very good but that That's okay. I like to draw. Exactly. That is exactly (laughs) the energy of Xander in this. Wow. Okay. Mr. Rogers Xander parallel. Didn't think I'd get that today. Exactly. Um, And he's up in
1: the, the maestros are up in Park Heights, which is like way up in the sky. So Nuka Penna is, as we all know, sideways stories from Wayside School. Yeah. Vertical City. It was (laughs) so It was supposed to be long, but instead it's it's straight up. They just um, turned it Nuka on its Penna side. Nuka-Penna was not supposed Edge. to be long. It once was a plane that was long. It used to be a strip now mall, that, but now not it's tall. a skyscraper. So we don't. I'm just saying that we don't highlight the parallels between Sideways Stories from Wayside School and Nuka-Penna enough for my taste. All right. anyways he lives up at the top okay there's clouds it's a beautiful there's a beautiful maestros museum the maestros are at the tippy top that's pretty sweet they're up at the top um and his um his like right hand man is here also and hello who's also Uh, a vampire so cool um and it's actually like really it's very nice, right? Because Xander is like this big crime family boss. Yeah. And you would think he'd be, right? They're always, it's always the portrayal of like, kind of like a ruthlessness about and it, all, right?
0: They're all demons. So exactly. you're like, hmm. exactly. Va- they vamp. Vamp demon, no um, less.
1: And so, and Hello is like kind of late and he's like, I'm so sorry. And Xander's like, I literally don't care. <laughs> he's like, it's. It's fine. Take whatever finger you want, boss. He Like, yeah. And hello's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he's like, you weren't late. You just gave me time to appreciate the new landscaping across wow. the way.
0: Xander. Um,
1: and so balanced. And Xander's like, really just like, stop. I don't care. Um, and so, and hello is like, okay. I was just down in the Mezio, which is kind of the middle, obviously. Yeah. Mezio, uh, which is also the Cabaretti spot. And he's like, kind of, you know listening around down there oh there was also a part where like uh xander's like you were in the med and he and hello was like how did you know and xander's like i know everything but the truth is is that he can like smell the different parts of it like of the Mezio, he's like oh it smells like Weird. open markets and <laughs> incense and all this other stuff anyways
0: uh vampire so. knows
1: Yes. He's like, okay, you have a new job. And in order to get you ready for your new job, come over here and stand on my little tailor's pedestal. And I'm going to give you a new outfit. Oh, this is great. To help you blend in because you're going back down Disguises. to the Mezio for in a disguise. I knew right? I liked the maestros. Exactly. It's great. And he's just <laughs> like, and so literally Xander is like this big Lord of the maestros. And here's his right hand man on his little like, tailoring pedestal while Xander gives him an outfit. This is the kind it's, of crime I'm, I'm into. <laughs> (laughs) so good (laughs) and then he's like looking through all of these like different things that he he's like poison rings obviously and like there's like these cuffs that they can put on that like silence the sound of magic so it's like a silencer for a gun but (laughs) it says just magic but they're they're silencing the sound of magic Uh,
0: what does it sound like i have no idea
1: um so they are also, while they're doing this, they're talking about a new person in town who is called the Adversary. Did you hear about the uh, Adversary? Which we all know is Obnixilus. Yes. But the Adversary is recruiting people to his cause by being like, you can have unlimited Halo. And they're talking, and Xander's like, the real reason why this he's able to come and cause a disturbance is because Halo is in short supply. It's been dwindling for forever. Yeah. Um, and so the adversary isn't the true problem. The true problem is the root of it, which is the scarcity, The scarcity of halo. Does and it where. say
0: where they get it? No. Or how they get it.
1: They have not yet said it, but there's more of that in a plot point in a little bit. So. Milking. <laughs> or sweat. Angel <laughs> come sweat. To my, come to my club and drink some angel <laughs> sweat. Anyways. Um, so he's like, okay, you're going to go down. Uh, to the cabaretier are having a big party called the crescendo. Great name for a party. Great name. You're gonna go down there and you know gather some information. And then Hella's like, that's what the obscura do, but fine. Um, and then so he's finished giving him all of his like new outfit, and at the end he like gives him a gives him like a ring to add to it. And then Hella's like, what does this ring do? And Xander's like, it looks terribly fashionable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow! Incredible.
1: Uh, so, anyways, and they're mostly talking about how they're. Xander's worried about the power structure of New Capenna shifting around because of the short supply of Halo.
0: I've got to say, I didn't expect Xander to be so chill because in his portrait, he looks very he, creepy. He's
1: <laughs> super creepy, right? He has these like big horns.
0: Yeah, um, he's holding this big
1: sword, and we also know that one back in the day before he became head of the family, he was an assassin. Because earlier he does some reminiscing about like, oh, if only I had <laughs> the good old days, the, the good old days. If only I had like all of my youthful strength from then and everything I know now, I would be a top notch assassin. Wow. And also he it turns out that he's like compiled these books, the remaining histories of the founding of New Capenna. Oh. And so uh, we know that he made some kind of deal to beca- become a vampire because he's been alive since then. But he doesn't really remember it. Anyways, and so he puts on his very special museum gloves to look at the old texts and is looking through these old texts. And we don't know. He can't them. remember how he got vamped. I think he remembers, but he can't remember his time before that very well. Oh, sure. All right. Now we head down to the cabaretty. To the crescendo. Exactly. Um, Jetmir is sitting there with Ginny Faye, who it turns out is his adopted daughter. Cute. Um, and... Ginny Faye and him he's like there's a party going on right now and she's like I'm more worried about the crescendo and we need to be planning for the crescendo Um, and he's like he's like don't worry it is going to be a bomb party (laughs) Um, and he's like did you invite all the families did you invite the adversary Um, And she's like, yes, I haven't heard from the maestros and I didn't invite the adversary because he's not worth inviting.
0: Ooh, shade. It would
1: be showing him respect he does not deserve. Um, But Jetmir is like, it's sometimes better to show respect before it's due. You never know how a small friend now might become a big ally later. Jetmir, life of the party. Jetmir. Uh, Anyways, and Ginny Faye is like, this is going to be like the best crescendo ever. And we are going to be at the top of the pack. When we reveal the new fountain, it is some kind of, it is some kind of fountain of halo. And they don't talk about where they're getting this magical new supply of fresh halo from where is it going to be coming from?
0: Um, Angels in cages in the basement. Well, sweating. We don't know.
1: Um, but they also have a very cute relationship for uh, the person in charge and their right hand man. You're right? right. They do. Exactly. They're very adorable. He's she's like, you know, I'm busy, biz- you know, I'm busy and worried about all this stuff. And he's like, you need to go down to the party. Like, you know, you are far too lovely to be missing a party. And she's like, so are you. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm old. <laughs> and she's like. You know, don't talk about yourself like that. And then she goes and to then see. She throws
0: a ball and he chases it. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, anyways, so then she's done with her meeting and she's like, oh, I've left my friends Kit and Giada for too long. Um, and so we go out and we see her two friends, Kit and Giada. Um, Kit is some kind of cat person. Who is going to be singing a song at the Crescendo. Oh, great. You get it, Kit. Um, and then we find out that Giada, as much as she's like calling her a friend and Giada is like very well taken care of. Right. It seems like Giada is kind of like Ginny Faye was probably an orphan who was taken in by Jetmere and like the, the the top echelon of the cabaretty or whatever. Okay. But it seems like maybe she's being kind of like held against her will right like prisoner in a palace type situation because Ginny's like why does she always look so sad she has shelter she has luxuries she has all the food she needs like she's protected everything's great
0: this um, is how I talk to my cats. Why are you sad right why now? Why are you sad? I Your give you everything is you perfect. want. Your <laughs> perfect. Exactly. Except freedom. And, and she's like,
1: she had everything she could possibly wish for apart from her leave. Yeah. Which means she cannot go anywhere. Wow. Um, so. I what, like that there's the so, word
0: toots in this, by Yes, also.
1: Ginny <laughs> Faye uses the word tut. toots. Um, anyway, so we know that Giada is for some reason a prisoner, prisoner. of the cabaretty. Mm. All right. Vivian Reed arrives in New Capenna. Um, She's looking, she's looking for a place that can find some kind of balance between nature and like the mechanical nurture. And she, she arrives in New Capenna and she's immediately like this place ain't it boss. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) This place all mechanical. Um, You know, it's, not chill. She's down on the lower levels, right? So we've seen Xander in the top Cabaretti in the middle with their great big party happening. Yeah. And now she's like where the Riveteers are. And it is basically just like wild scaffolding and girders. And people literally just like run across girders as if they're streets. And she's like, you could literally fall at any second, but they don't seem to notice it. Um, And as she's, you know, kind of looking around here, she goes into a room where someone is making a speech. And it turns out it's Zeatoria, which, of course, is the leader of the Riveteers. Ah, And she's giving a real heck of a good, like, rabble-rousing workers' rights speech. Oh, really? Yes. She's (laughs) down here. We are like are not to take orders from the people sitting in the estates that we built sipping the halo that comes from our stores. Ooh. And people are like, yes. And she's like the cabaretti demand too much for the crescendo without spreading the benefits. The brokers just come down here on our streets. The obscure are lurking among us. Like this, this is our place. We workers built. rise up. She's like, this is literally the foundation of new Capenna, and we freaking built it. Show us some respect. And all the workers are like, yeah. And so Vivian is like down there listening. And when she's approached by a planeswalker who we do not know the identity of because they're wearing their full on new Capenna outfit, including like a fedora. (laughs) Right. Um, And he's like, Oh, she's like, you're not from here, and he's like, you're wearing clothes from another plane, and she's like, oh, you're like a planeswalker from not from here. So she follows him, Um, and she's like, interesting. Uh, She was like, okay, how much? No, he asks her, how much do you know about Halo? And she's like, N- I have nothing, <laughs> Look, buddy. Whatever. I just got here. I exactly. Heard a speech. She's like, <laughs> I just it. arrived and was listening to the sick workers' rights speech. Um. And this stranger is like this plane thrives on it. It holds immeasurable power. The per, the man I'm currently working for is in the process of acquiring it, but his real goals lie elsewhere. Mm. And it's obvious this is Tesseract. It's Tesseract and Fedora. Okay. Oh, yes. it is. Um, and he's like, "Come along, then." Urabrask will be eager to meet you. Urabrask, <gasps> no! of course, being our praetor friend. No. Um, don't and do Vivian it. is like, she's like, I. I have heard enough. I've never met Tesseret, but boy, the word on the street about this guy is bad. But Vivian is not one to back down hmm. from a fight or in this case, a detective <laughs> mission because she's wearing <laughs> her detective outfit. Um, so she's like, sh- he's like, do you want to come with me? And she's like, fine. But like, let's be clear. You're not ordering me around. I'm just coming with you to find out more. So she's doing Vivian is about to do some undercover work. Um, uh, And she's like, also, who's Urobrask? And he's like, Tezzeret's answer is, it's complicated. (laughs) I'd say. Uh, Anyways. Oh, and this is very interesting. Tezzeret at the end is like, it will make more sense once you've met him. But for now, all you need to know is that he is on our side. And she's like, what side is that? And he says, the side of freedom.
0: Freedom? Which is not. Freedom from your own
1: personal self. Yes, freedom from yourself is, I think, what we would say. Huh. the uh, Phyrexians have so far seemed to be about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright and our last little stop is the Mezio train stop in the middle of capena, and Elspeth arrives oh and, and in Vivian's part we get a little bit more about how there's like some we know that Capena is this big city right it's yes. vertical and Vivian tells us a little bit about there is apparently still the plane below it which is mostly it's just ruined right there's nothing there. It's a lifeless plane below. Oh, and there is some kind of magical barrier between the plain and the city of New Capenna. Interesting. Uh, and that's all that we really know. Okay. So Nuka, there is like an, an old Capenna, I guess, <laughs> for wh- whatever else you want to call it. Yeah. That's like uh, somewhere way, way, way down there. Interesting. And forgotten and abandoned and like a desolate wasteland So kinda, is what it
0: kind of sounds like. But it's not like under dirt and stuff. It's just no. under a magical There's barrier. There's like a magical barrier. It's like the plane and then a magical barrier. And then I are like, Oh, it sounds, like, oh, it sounds it. like we should do some archeology, span but no, no, we can't. I think it
1: kind of has a vibe of like, you don't want to. Uh, so Elspeth arrives and she's like, this place is noisy as heck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they wear strange here. clothes. And she's like, all I've got is this backpack of stuff that belongs with me. Um, and she's there. And all we know is that she arrives there and she's trying, she's like home. Johnny told me that this was my home oh. and it doesn't feel like it, but he's never lied to me. So she arrives there and she's like, why does this place not feel like home? And why does my friend uh, say that it is my home? Interesting. End of chapter one.
0: Okay. Yeah. This is what I think. Okay. Old Capenna was ravaged by the Phyrexians.
1: Because we do know that in Elspeth's past, she was a prisoner of the Phyrexians. Yes.
0: And that's why the maestros Xander can't remember pre-vamping. Oh, yeah. Cuz something weird happened with fragments of memories. Like who
1: knows. That's but my I guess. guess it, I think that you're probably right that like Ooh, the reason spooky. why the reason why old Capenna is somewhere down there below a magical barrier is because it was like wrecked. Oh. In some way.
0: Wow. Well, that was a great start to the Nuka Penna story. Yeah, it's a good story. Super interesting. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what happens. We'll have more. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk, which was this episode of Good Luck i Five. (laughs) This is a TED Talk. It was less structured than the usual TED Talk. We didn't have any PowerPoints. No. There wasn't a red sign in the background behind us or whatever, but... Do you remember when TED Talks were, like, a big thing?
1: Yes. They used to have, like, a lot more oomph to them, I feel like. A lot
0: more prestige. Yes. And then they watered down because then there was, like, a million different kinds yes, of TED there Talks. there were, like, TEDx Talks yep. and, like... TED Talk, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And you're like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> the, the ultimate for me, though, was, yeah. do you remember this? We stayed in a hotel for some event, and the door, like, do not disturb sign on it said... Don't disturb, I'm watching a TED Talk or whatever. (laughs) I do
1: not remember that at all. I took a picture of it because I could
0: not believe it. That is absolutely wild to me, actually. I mean, it was the most... Absurd, do not disturb thing I could possibly imagine. I didn't know if like that hotel had hosted some kind of TED Talk thing, and that's or why was it was there. It was just TED Talks being like, we're going to pay. Are we gonna get, yes, marketing. What, what's the best advertising thing that
1: hasn't been used yet? And one of them was like, how about those things that hang on <laughs> hotel doors? And I'm like, it couldn't be like they hosted it because then you'd be going to it. You wouldn't, be, yeah, in you wouldn't be in your room watching it. No, I think that that was just an advertisement.
0: Yeah, that happened. Great. It was real. Wild! Um, I'm like, this has never been true <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> on vacation, hold on. I'm just gonna take a yeah, few minutes. I'm just gonna take a few minutes <sighs> to watch this TED, TED talk. talk for a while in my room. Um, yes, but thank you for coming to ours. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you can listen to this in a hotel room
1: and use that weird door hanger, and it will be accurate. Be just fine. Thank you again so much to our patrons. Thank you especially to Nick and Steven Yay. This one was for you.
0: Um, get yourself an episode dedication. Yes.
1: Uh, you can even, do you know what? For a limited time, <gasps> you can become a patron and you can ask us to dedicate the episode to someone else instead.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah. We'll take requests. Exactly.
1: All you have to do is become a patron or up your pledge. Like I'm not even going to put like a finite dollar amount on it. Just when you become a patron or up your pledge, send us a little message being like, this one's dedicated to so-and-so. It's Mother's Day or coming up. Or to a up. thing.
0: We could dedicate to moms. If you want us to...
1: If you want us to dedicate an episode to fishes, we'll do that. You just got to ask us to. And thank you as well to Card Kingdom and to Ultra Pro, our always wonderful
0: and kind sponsors who we highly recommend from the bottom of our hearts. Absolutely. Um, oh, you know what? We we didn't show off our Grey Poupon commercial on the episode. I was episode. thinking about that as you were doing this. But we maybe can just next, do it next week. week. Yeah. We filmed the commercial. If you didn't see it, we'll put it in next week's episode because it is truly something to behold. It is.
1: Wild.
0: Any any cloud I had on the internet, I took yeah. it and I threw it in the garbage, and no, then I put it down in the garbage No, really liked and how it. the
1: fact that you that hat didn't fit you, <laughs> and that it was literally dangerous for you to be driving a car in it because
0: it was obstructing your vision. I look horrifying. Let's just put it that way. Uh thank you, yeah, to our sponsors. Thank you to all of our patrons. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Come be our friend. Um, yeah, and thanks for hanging out for another week. Yeah. See you back here next week for more Streets of New shenanigans. I'm gonna go let out the angels in the basement. <laughs> <laughs>